0: Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager podcast episode number 372. I'm joined by Darth Wager in this one. We go through all the college football conference championship games for this week, and then I give you my NFL coaches poll for week 13 of the NFL, and I also give you my NFL awards for week 13. Remember, you can contact the coach with any comments and questions at the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, at TalkGambling on Twitter or Instagram. That's our handle, at TalkGambling. If you want to hit us up with any questions or mailbag, we'll eventually get one. Maybe it'll be around New Year's or something like that. Who knows? A little synopsis of the NFL season. I'm sure people have plenty to say. And don't forget to visit MyBookieAG. Use the promo code DARTH, as in Darth Wager, at checkout. D-A-R-T-H. Get a 50% sign-up bonus when you use the promo code uh, you play, you win, you get paid at My Bookie AG. Don't forget, I'm an author of the L.E. mini series, Cold Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. Get that directly from my publisher, TheWordVerve.com, the Amazon Prime or Kindle Select User. You can download to your favorite electronic reading device. And that book, Squeeze Play, if you go to www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com, all the free picks are there for NFL, college football, NBA, college basketball, even Major League Baseball in the spring. All those are there. You click on the book, my book, Squeeze Play. It's an Amazon banner ad. And when you click on it, it takes you to Amazon. You buy yourself something nice with all those winnings a little bit. comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Let's get to it. Podcast number 372 with Darth Wager. Darth Wager. We have podcast number 372. This athlete. Was a defensive lineman, also wore number ninety two, but we're going to use number seventy two because this is podcast three seventy two. He went to Oklahoma State. Was a fifth round pick, one hundred nineteen eighty one draft by the Washington Redskins. Um, don't know. He. Surprised people by telling everybody he was functionally illiterate, even though he went to Oklahoma State.
1: What year did he play again?
0: Not for the Redskins from 1981 to 1989. Then for the oh, card. Yeah. Then for the Cardinals in 1990, the Buccaneers in '91, and then he went to the CFL, played for the Ottawa Rough Riders, and then Memphis or Shreveport had a team for a couple years that was actually fairly popular, popular there but uh they got an NFL team so it didn't matter. It was kind of probably the precursor for them getting the stealing the Oilers from Houston.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. He came in the league when I was born
0: so. He he uh got arrested for cocaine, uh spent 2 years in prison uh, of a 4 year sentence. Had brains ser- Uh his he was his uh counterpart basically. Dexter Manley. Alright. Well I have a number seventy two for you. Uh who you got? All right. His license plate said load seventy two. Load seventy two?
1: Load. L O A D Load seventy two. That would Play be that,
0: that would be Smitty.
1: Dice work. Nice work. <laughs>
0: Uh, yes, it is our favorite baseball he coach. He
1: should have
0: had his own episode. I apologize. Yeah, well, he'll we'll have four seventy-two. We'll give him four seventy-two. All right. Uh, Dexter Manley had eighteen and a half sacks in nineteen eighty-six. F- Fifteen well, sacks. That's okay. Fifteen sacks in eighty-five. Thirteen and a half in eighty-four. He had a nice little run. Oh, shit. Yeah, nice he was little. Pretty good. Yeah, he was. He had a good stretch when uh, the Redskins were relevant. So, uh, pumpkin pie bowl, your team was yet again victorious, forty-five full, and uh, you are now undefeated. Yes,
1: I believe we went back in the archives and found out. Yeah, I haven't lost.
0: And you still have not won an MVP.
1: Nope, nope. Uh, what, did I, what did I throw for? Like uh,
0: six. Seven eight touchdowns probably. All all I know is your your uh, completion percentage was not that good, but that was not your fault. <laughs> no, not at all.
1: In fact,
0: people on the other team felt bad for me. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I I liked so recap of the game. I threw a pass to our cousin James. I probably took a little off it, seeing how he has kind of slight vision in one eye. And yeah. and uh, the the MVP, Mr. Anthony, I'll just he he took it to the house on me in the first half, and then he had, he had a number of great catches for you. He was the one guy on your team that caught the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, we're gonna continue to stub me. He definitely deserved it. So,
0: and then uh, second half trailing by ten. I, we score a late touchdown, twelve seconds left. I'm like, we want an onside kick, but we don't have, we don't kick, right? So, I thought it was a pretty ingenious idea for me to how to to cheat to to uh, try to get the ball back and have one more play. So, what we came up with, or I came up with the cheat, is I said, Dan, you have to throw a hail mary into the end zone. If your team catches it. Or knocks it down, you win. But if the defense intercepts it, we get the ball at midfield. Like where you. No, would...
1: You never, never said those words. You never said those words. <laughs> you said you throw the Hail Mary, and I'm thinking in my head, if you catch the interception, you then have to return it for a touchdown in order to win. But in your mind, which is fine, yeah, if probably... you catch it, you get one more play. All right. But. Was never done through my head. So to my surprise, you walk the ball to have half, half field. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You're like, what? we're playing from half field. I'm like, what?
0: What? What? Are you talking about? So so then on the hail mary play, windy is windy is heck in Connecticut on Thanksgiving morning. So we're going down the field and my team runs into the teeth of the wind. Like it's going sideways across the field. And I start waving people over to the other corner and I roll out left. I never go left because I got to throw with the wind a little bit to reach the end zone because that wind was nasty. That one time I didn't have a tight spiral. The thing just sat there like a duck and you picked me off. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a massive curveball went right to you. No,
1: That being said, I only threw one interception. So
0: yes, it was to me on the goal line. Yep,
1: I was a little pissed about that.
0: I yeah, watch. yeah. Eh, another successful pumpkin pie bowl. Nobody got hurt. Just a few egos. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, <boy. sighs> All right, so college football, we are having one heck of a season. We're in conference championship week, and. I mean, I tweeted out a record. Yours was incorrect by one game, by the way. Uh, I told you that. Yeah, no. So, I, I this everybody is above. If I can scroll down, damn Google Sheet not working on me. Everybody's above. 57%. Everybody's above fifty-seven percent. This is quite remarkable. Uh, I am at 57% even. I'm 69 and 53, and I blame that in, those, in the last two weeks where I've played these half-unit and quarter-unit plays. It really hurt my record. Uh, well, they've helped your unit. It has helped my units a little bit. Uh, so I'm at 10.7 units. You're at 59%, 65 and 45. You're up 14.4 units. I am the next closest at 10.7. AK forty seven is at sixty percent, thirty four and twenty three is up eight point seven units, and Nicky Guns has been—he was on fire last week, six and one college picks. He is now at fifty eight percent, up eight point eight units. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good group right there, <laughs> picking games.
1: Uh yeah, I, I'm I'm was trying to go for the dual championship of having. Most it and best percentage, but you know, some people just don't barely pick
0: any games. So. Andy's, only, Andy's picks four games every week, except for the first two weeks. Yeah, just
1: saying, you know, the pussy way out. That's all. <laughs>
0: you're, you're competing with somebody who doesn't even know you're competing with them.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's normally the name of my uh, the story of my life.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. All right, so. I, I handicapped every game, although I'm not going to bet every one of these games, but I handicapped every game uh, in championship week here. There's not many games on the card, so it wasn't that hard to do. So let's lead off of Friday, Darth. Uh, that is the Pac-12 championship game. Utah
1: in, versus Oregon.
0: And at Santa Clara f- at Levi's Stadium in Santa Clara, California. Uh, the spread was five. I believe it's up to six and a half. Double checking on Vegas Insider here. Yes, it is. It's at Utah is laying six and a half points. Uh, what you got in this one, Darth?
1: That's a lot of points. Agreed. But Utah played playing really good. Did Utah play Oregon yet this year or no? Uh,
0: my page is still loading. Uh, last year, Utah won at home by a touchdown. When they played, but it was in Utah. Oh
1: man! Um, if I had to pick this game, and again, all my picks will be on the website. Uh, I would pick Oregon.
0: All right. This is this is a game I am picking. This is one of my best bets for college uh, football this week.
1: Wait, I, can I guess who you're picking?
0: Go ahead, guess. You're absolutely right. Uh, Utah is slightly better in yards per pass play, about a yard better, and run defense per play. Uh, third down in, in red zone, defense and offense situations, it's, it's, it's about even. My little formula I use, I have Utah uh, should be a three-point favorite, and they're six and a half. So there, I... I my formula, that I use. It's uh, I'm getting quite a bit of value with Oregon, so I'm taking the six and a half points. Have you
1: looked at Utah's last like ten games besides for the, against Washington? They've blown everyone out by thirty
0: points. Yeah, but the, the some of those teams in the Pac-12 are not that good. I looked at common. Yeah. I looked at common opponents, and Utah did beat most of the teams that Oregon beat much easier than Oregon did I think the fact that the Utah is actually going to be in a game is, might might cause them problems well there also might be the pressure factor for for Utah there's a chance they can go to the college football championship yeah it's a lot of pressure a lot of pressure a lot of pressure I I, I like think driving I I just think there's a lot of value with Oregon. So, that's why I'm taking Oregon. I'm getting three extra points. I'm taking it. There we go. All right. Uh, I'm not sure you handicapped this one. Uh, Noon. On Saturday, ESPN2 from Ford Field in Michigan. Miami of Ohio. It looks, last I checked, they were getting five and a half against Central Michigan. Did you handicap this game at all? I did not touch The game. The game is now six and a half, and it, it's another one trending in the wrong direction for me. Well, the right direction for me, but if it's trending in that direction, that means there's probably some sharp money going in the other direction. Uh, I think Central Michigan should be favored by one. This is a technically a neutral field game. So there shouldn't be a home field advantage. Central Michigan should be favored by one. They were picked to finish last, and I, I believe they're in the Western Division of the MAC. And they finished in first. Jim McElwain dumped by Florida after three years. Turned around Central Michigan in one year. It's the feel good story of MAC of the MAC. Uh, Central Michigan. Uh, they really run the ball well, 5.1 yards per rush. Uh, pass the ball all right too, 7.8 yards per pass. They convert 42% of the third downs. TD percentage in the red zone is 86%. All those numbers much better than Miami, Ohio. Uh, defense aside, Central Mich- Michigan stops the run okay but can be exposed through the air. I think everybody is on this feel-good story of Central Michigan. I think there's value in taking Miami of Ohio in the six and a half points. I'm taking Miami of Ohio, and that's a, that's a game I'm locking up. That's the best bet for the coach. Lock it up. Lock it up. Also at noon, uh, from Kid, a, a, a Kid Brewer Stadium in Boone, North Carolina, uh, Louisiana Lafayette is playing Appalachian State. And the spread, this one has grown from three and a half to six and a half points. Everybody's on Appalachian State, apparently. Uh, Did you handicap this one at all, Darth?
1: No, but you know what? Everyone's just betting with names they heard of in these games.
0: That's exactly what I said. That number's skewed because Appalachian State, they're more well-known to the public. And everybody knows those Louisiana Lafayette, Louisiana Monroe, Louisiana... You know Shreveport, where not Shreveport, probably not a Louisiana team. See seen other in Tennessee, uh, but uh, they're probably betting those teams that team because they know if it's public. But the public usually doesn't weigh in until probably Friday or Saturday. Well, let's just put it
1: this way: common opponent, Georgia Southern, Louisiana Lafayette, one, right? Yep, App State. They lost to them. Yeah. So I don't think they're that far far away. Six and a half. I would go with the underdog here, but I'm not handicapped.
0: Yeah. I, there's about four points of value according to my my little uh, spreadsheet I run. The little values and stuff like that. Uh, Lafayette is actually better on third down on offense. App State's better third down defense. App, Appalachian State won earlier in the year on uh, on October 9th. I think this, uh, you know, it's a close matchup in yards per play and yards per pass, both offense and defense. I just don't like this being played in Appalachian State's backyard, so I, I'm I'm staying away from that one. All righty. Uh, the next one we have the this this would be the American? I think it's no, maybe it's Conference USA. I think it's Conference USA. Uh UAB against Florida Atlantic. This is being yeah, played. That's, uh, it, it's uh being played in Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah. It, that's uh Conference USA. The spread is seven and a half. Uh Florida Atlantic laying seven and a half points. And Boca. You, you got any uh opinion on this one, Darth? Yeah, my opinion is I
1: would go with Florida Atlantic if it was seven or less
0: uh same uh UAB better in, is better in yards per pass on offense but uh are much better on defense 4.2 yards per play I'm sorry Florida Atlantic is much better on defense uh if Florida Atlantic's also playing home I have I, I I even might lay the seven and a half because the numbers I run I have UAB should be getting eleven and a half points. Wow. Yeah. Because it's a home game for Florida Atlantic. So Yeah,
1: all the 70 year olds are gonna be out there. Yeah, no, the, game. you
0: know, oh, the game's at the game's at one thirty, so it's not interrupting dinner. Oh, good call. Good I, call. I just Florida Atlantic is just so much better on defense. I think that's the big difference in this game. I I you know what? Lock this one up for me. I'm gonna take it. It's just too many points. It's just too many points. Florida Atlantic way undervalued in this one. So I wish I grabbed him yesterday when it was seven. Now it's seven and a half. Next one up. Oh, I skipped a game. A 12 o'clock game. How could I do that? It's uh, Big 12. Baylor. Baylor at Oklahoma. Darth, I'm I'm sure you have an opinion on this one. Uh, I'm going to double – Double-check the spread. It was nine.
1: It's still nine.
0: It's still nine. Who you you liking that one?
1: I like... Go
0: You like... You like... Wow, you like Baylor?
1: Yeah, but I'm going to wait for it to get to 10.
0: Well, it might, too. Uh, the Huge advantage for Oklahoma in yards per play. Third down mm-hmm. offense. Baylor, obviously, better on defense, yards per play. Baylor's defense is not good on third down, so Oklahoma's gonna be able to control the clock and rack up first downs. Oklahoma did th- I think the spread should be seven. But this is why I take Oklahoma and this is why I'm locking up. Oklahoma has the inside track to get that fourth and final college football playoff spot. They need to have an impressive victory to get it. And I think they lay the wood to Baylor. So I, I'm I, I don't think there's a pressure factor with Oklahoma. They play play pressure games all year. Baylor's pressure game was was last week. They blew it. So, uh, yeah, good point. I, I'm not you know they, you you might think redemption, but their title hope dreams are gone. They're not a name program. Oklahoma still has hope. One mistake, K State. So. I'm, I'm gonna take Oklahoma. I think a motivation factor for them in that one. Next All one right. Next one up the American. a game I I, I wagered on a little bit uh, last week when they played each other in the final regular season game. Uh, Cincinnati and Memphis are playing at the Liberty Bowl. I mentioned Tennessee. Tennessee's coming into play a lot uh, in this podcast already. So let's see. The spread is nine and a half in this one. You got a you got a uh got a- I
1: don't have a I don't have anything anything to really say about this game yet, but so I'll just say this. Memphis won by ten last week. Who do you think's the better coach? If you think the better coach is on Cincinnati, then you bet on Cincinnati. If you think the better coach is Memphis, then you bet on Memphis.
0: This is This is a game I'm going to stay away from. I'm not picking this game. I watched that game. My numbers say the spread should be five. So you think I would take Cincinnati. But I watched Memphis play, and they are just so much faster on both sides of the ball. Big play after big play. Very explosive Memphis team. Basically a home game for them playing at the Liberty Bowl. I think if Cincy gets ahead, they can maybe slow the game down because they they can't really pound the ball on the on the ground. But Memphis is just better in all the key categories, offense and defense. It's really a game I should bet uh, on Cincinnati according to my numbers, but I, I just can't do it. I can't do it after watching that game last week. <laughs> so I'm staying away. The Albertson Stadium. That's where we're going. Do you know where Albertson Stadium is, Darth Wager?
1: Um, Albertson Stadium, uh, New Mexico.
0: Uh, no, you're a little far south. It's in Boise, Idaho.
1: Oh, Jesus. Must be a really good bowl, uh, conference championship game.
0: Yes, it is. Actually, the, the line has moved quite a bit. And it's a game I'm staying away from but the line was 15 It's now 13 and a half and i was leaning towards hawaii in this one and it appears like a lot of people are uh i think this is way too many points to give a good offensive team like hawaii that's probably why it got under 14 it's 14 now It's 14 I uh, Vegas insider had 13 and a half uh, I have 14 on my side All right so it, it i think it should be 14 uh, I just think hawaii explosive offense Backdoor cover possibility. Uh, usually Hawaii stats take a dip on the road, but not this year. So it's a, it's a, actually a pretty good Hawaii team to bet on the road. Usually you bet against them on the road, not this year. Uh, Hawaii is obviously not as good on the defensive side of the, the ball, but they do a good job on third down. I think this is backdoor cover possibility. You know, Boise – has covered six straight versus Hawaii. They won fifty nine thirty seven on October twelfth. Uh, I think Hawaii keeps this within two touchdowns. I- I'm gonna stay away from it. Well, how about you, Dars?
1: I'm staying away. Hawaii, two of their three losses or two of their four losses this year. They've been blown out.
0: Um, so yeah, I'm staying away. Uh, but the next four o'clock game, I'm gonna wait till the end. On that one, because I know you'll have an opinion on it, and I definitely do as well. I'm going to go to 8 o'clock game. Wisconsin at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. Wisconsin is playing Ohio State in the spread. Last I checked was 17. I'm opening up the page to double-check it. You Now my computer's slow, Darth. It's down to 16. I That makes sense, because when I ran my stuff, it's, I actually have 15 and a half. It started out 18. It's now 15 and a half. I thought the spread should be about 15. There's. There were two points of value with Wisconsin at 17 when I, I did my uh, breakdown yesterday. Uh, what, what do you think, Darth? If I take anyone,
1: it's Ohio State, but I don't think I'm, stay, I'm staying
0: away. I'm staying away from this one, too. Ohio State is better. I don't think they're the best team in college football. We'll test them for a full game this time. It was a 10-7 game at halftime when they played on October 26th. Wisconsin Wisconsin Wisconsin's usually better on third down. Last time they played, they were like four for 17 or three for 17 on on third down. That's not like Wisconsin. They also had a couple turnovers that killed them in that game. I think they take care of the ball. I think they move the, the chains. They shorten this game. Uh, Wisconsin has the personnel to slow this game down, which they'll need to do. They don't want to track meet with Ohio State. Uh, If I'm going to pick a game, I'm taking Wisconsin. But I'm probably staying away from this one. Uh, Virginia at the Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte. Virginia is a 28-point dog to Clemson. I have the spread. I think the spread should be 25, but I'm still locking this one up. I'm taking Clemson. Uh, Virginia's going to have a tough time what? getting up for What's this the one. Going to beat somebody. Uh, th- uh, probably earlier in the year. It, you know, I, they're playing better now than they have all year. Virginia coming off a huge rivalry game win against Virginia Tech. They hadn't beaten them in 15 years. And believe it or not, going into a championship game, I think this is a letdown game for Virginia. Clemson is peaking. They're they're my pick to win the college football playoff is Clemson. Because everybody's going to say they haven't played anybody. QB advantage, good offensive line. Defensive line lost a lot from last year, but they just retooled it. Great coach. Great, great coach. I'm taking Clemson. I'll lay the 28 points. I'm gonna double check to make sure it's 28. Who are you liking that one, Darth? It's 20. i take anyone. It's, it's 29 now. It's 29. Yeah, I just saw that. I'll, I'll lay the 29. They're gonna win by. They're gonna win by 40. <laughs> I'm locking that Why, one. Why are they gonna try to? They're
1: trying to cement a number one team, Maybe is that what you're going
0: for? I just think they are team. I think you know they had a rough start to the year and they still won despite the rough start. And I just think they, they're a team that peaks at the right time and this is the right time for them to peak. And it's I just think they're really well coached. I mean, that's the big factor. You talked about it already. Take the better coach. You know, True. You know, they You're
1: right. Maybe those coaches blew the load on getting to the conference championship game. I mean they
0: they played Texas A and M, not a good team in the SEC. They played terribly and won twenty four to ten early in the year. North, yeah. Car- North Carolina coached by North Mac
1: Carolina
0: coached coach by Mac Brown, good coach. Snuck by that one. But they've just demolished people lately. After that North Carolina game. Ready? Florida State 45-14. Louisville 45-10. BC 59-7. Wooford who cares? 59-14. North three, South Carolina, 38 to three. Uh, just destroying people. Yeah. The only team they didn't cover against in that stretch was Wolford, which they, they were they, were, they were favored by 47 and a half points. They didn't cover that one. The other games they were favored by, ready, 26, 24 and a half, 35, 35, 34 and a half, 27 and a half, and they covered them all. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, absolutely. All right, last game on the board. My coach's clipboard, college football lock of the week. Georgia is getting seven and a half against LSU. The game is in Atlanta at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Who do you got in this one, Darth?
1: I see where you're leaning
0: where am I leaning?
1: How could you lean that way?
0: It's Hey, I can lean this way because I think Kirby Smart's a pretty good coach also. I do love Ed Orgeron, like you. But Kirby Smart's pretty good.
1: Joe Go Tigers! you know who I'm taking.
0: I know who you're taking. You even sounded like him right there. That's pretty good. Uh, Thank you, I tried. I think the spread should be three points in this game. On a neutral field, it should be three points. And I don't... I guess this will be a neutral field. It is being played in Georgia, in Atlanta, but Georgia's really well coached. Um, the parts of their team fit together; they they complement each other. Their defense is is really tough. They do a good job of, of controlling tempo and keep the ball in their hands. They're they're not going to let that LSU offense get off because they're not going to have the ball long enough. The the only thing I worry about is trusting that Georgia offense to put up points, but it's a weak LSU defense this year, Darth. I'm not taking ch- I I'm not I'm gonna take a chance in this one. This is my coach's clip I'm I'm taking Georgia in the seven and a half points. It's way too many points.
1: Hold that tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know, man. I would not bet against LSU ever. Um I think this is going to end up being a track meet inside in a dome. LSU's offense, high-powered, you're not going to stop them. They all they can do is pray. LSU loses, they're still in the college football um, playoffs, so maybe this is a letdown for them. But I'll tell you what, Georgia—they lose, they're out. Right. Oklahoma, Oklahoma's waiting. So I guess it only plays into why Georgia will play a little harder. But no one's stopping my.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Doris, do you got anything else to add before uh, we get to a we get to a, a stoppage here and ad, and I'll I'll go to my NFL stuff. Hold that tiger! Hold that tiger! All right, this is a good time to take a break. Please be sure to visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com And get all the free picks from the podcast guys, NFL, college football, college basketball, NBA, even Major League Baseball. They're all free at www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book, Squeeze Play. And it takes you right to Amazon. You buy yourself something nice with all those winnings we've been giving you with the picks. And a little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show at no additional cost to you. Again, visit www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. And we're back for the coaches poll for NFL. We just had week 13 in the NFL already. Unbelievable. So the coaches poll, Vikings Seahawks just played last night, according this on a Tuesday morning, and very high-scoring game, 37-30. Uh, the, the Vikings, the Seahawks, I have them both out of the top five. Uh, the offensive line for the Seahawks, not that solid. They do have Russell Wilson, as you saw last night, and all year uh, makes him a, a contender in every game. The Vikings, I don't trust that offensive line on the road. And, and now looking at that, the, you know, the backside of that defense, it looks a little soft too. I also have the Texans on the outside looking in because I think their offensive line will cave on the road. I Nice win against the Patriots, but I'll talk about the Patriots in a moment when uh, I get to down the list of teams here. Number five, I have the Chiefs. Their defense is improving. They're getting healthy. I just think they're a team you're not going to want to face in the playoffs because they can just outscore you. And that that time off without Mahomes, I think, helped the other parts of their team. So they're my number five team. My number four team... I almost flip-flopped them in the Chiefs, is the Saints. Solid in all phases of the game. Big game this week in week 14 against San Francisco. Uh, could be a preview of the NFC Championship game, Saints and 49ers, because the 49ers are my number three team. Tough road test, came up a little short. Able to slow down that train known as the Ravens. Uh, huge mat- matchup this week, 49ers and Saints. I actually think the 49ers might come out on top on that one. Uh, but we'll uh we'll we'll just get to enjoy that game. Unfortunately, you you didn't get to enjoy, and if you're in the Northeast, you didn't get to enjoy the 49ers and Ravens matchup last week in Week 13 because you know CBS was showing Bengals and Jets, and Fox was showing Giants and Packers. Awful, awfulness. My number two team. I'm staying with the Patriots. They were number one. They've been number one every week other than week nine when I had the 49ers ahead of them. I downplaying them a little bit. I'm not putting much weight on that Texans loss. They had a lot of sick players with the flu. They literally flew two planes down to Texas for that game so the rest of the team wouldn't get infected. They had a a flu plane, and they had their – healthy plane. that that was and he, this happened to another team earlier in the year i think it was the eagles they couldn't even practice because of this and i picked against them in that one I, and you know unfortunately i did my picks prior to learning that the patriots in the last podcast had had the flu and i told Nikki gunn stay away from that game stay away from the patriots stay away from the patriots and i said if anything bet the under and then Texans played prevent defense for the last five minutes, give up fourteen late points in the overhead God damn it! Uh, but so I, I'm not laying much stock in that Patriots loss to the Texans. Uh, they'll bounce back. My number one team is is the Ravens. Their defense is starting to come together. They have a clutch kicker. They rarely hurt themselves. Now they have the inside track for home field advantage in the AFC. Uh, my Ravens are the number one team in the coaches poll. All right, let's stop, take a break before we get to uh, the awards for week 13. Thanks to our show supporter, MyBookieAG. Everybody listens to the show to find out who to bet on. Where you bet is just as important. Go to www.MyBookieAG. They have live in-game betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business, and a mobile site that makes wagering on the go a breeze. Just visit MyBookieAG, that is, M Y B O O K I E dot A G. Use a gambling chalk talk podcast promo code Darth D-A-R-T-H to activate this offer. Be like the Chalk Talk Sports guys and major in wager. You play, you win, you get paid at my bookie A G. The coaches awards for week thirteen. NFL. My Jeff Spisco. Spicoli Award for the Most Confusing Team from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I'm going to give it to the announcers and probably to Anthony Lynn of the Chargers, although Vic Fangio didn't do himself many favors in the, for the Broncos either. The the whole Chargers-Broncos game was an absolute mess. The, the announcers, I, I have to look it up. I don't know who they were, but they didn't know football. Uh, the Chargers have a fourth and one. Get two penalties. They're near midfield. It's now fourth and 11. They go for it anyway. Okay. But risky. Going for the win. Do it. Like it. Great catch. Get the first down. But then, it's fourth and inches and they settle for a field goal instead. And the announcer, so they they had like 45 seconds. They ran the clock down. They, they had timeouts in their back pocket. And and they didn't go for the win; they went for the tie. And uh, and the announcers were praising him for it. I'm like, "You guys are morons! You got to go. For, you get a chance to win, you go for the win, especially on the road." So then, the announcer, there's 14 seconds left. It, Anthony Lynn has a or the special teams coach who may not be Anthony Lynn. The special teams coach has them kick off. They they kneel it. No time goes off the clock. Squibbit. Less place for the, the the Broncos to run, right? Makes sense. No, what do these announcers say? Broncos should just take a knee here. Why in the f would you just take a knee? You throw it deep down the field. Maybe catch a hail mary, and, and you, you you try to get the miracle win. In worst case scenario, you you go overtime. So. What did the Broncos do? They throw deep down the field. I wasn't even thinking of it. Pass interference, kick the field goal game over. The the announcers in that, the announcers, Anthony Lynn, Vic Fangio, time management camp, they must have went to to Andy Reid camp over the summer because that's what it looked like. Those announcers, you're terrible. You suck. All right, next one. Forrest Gump, box of chocolates team. Don't know what you're going to get. Uh, the Rams, they own the Cardinals, so maybe it's not that big a surprise. They, you know, the Bengals, I was kinda on that one. Uh you kinda know who these teams are now. And that's making the games a little bit more difficult to pick when it comes to, to spread. Uh my Simon Barr Sinister Award. If you're familiar with the, the cartoon underdog, he was the bad guy in underdog. Uh Patriots. Two late scores. Cost people the under. Looked like a great play for 55 minutes of game time. And the Patriots just snatched it away from us. A couple of garbage time touchdowns. God darn it. All right. My Daniel LaRusso underdog of the week. Boy, did the underdogs hit. Nikki Guns went 11 and 5. Nikki Guns does his homework, Nikki Guns puts in the work. My brother, the Joker, he was mandated three days in a row after Thanksgiving, had to work double shifts, forced to work double shifts, could not handicap any games for the weekend. And I'm like, dude, I need some picks. I want to put them on the website. And he goes, okay, give me every underdog except for the Giants because the Giants suck. And... Nicky Guns, who does all the homework, went 11-5. What did Joker do? 11-5. Picking all underdogs except for the Giants game. A lot of underdogs hit this week. You got the Texans. But, you know, the Texans, the the, the Patriots, they had the flu. They were sick. You were home. They can't get the award. Do I take the Redskins? Scoring over 20 points with that offense? But it's against Carolina, dead team walking. I don't know. Could be the Steelers. You know, not really. I mean, my my little power rankings. I had the Steelers should have been should have been the uh, favorite in that one. The Dolphins, yeah, the Dolphins definitely stepped up big against the Eagles. Eagles withered in that. He fell apart. They had a fourteen point lead. They blew it. I'm gonna give it to the Dolphins over the Bengals because I had the Bengals winning that Jets game right from the get go. That was my one of my locks of the week. The Steelers were one of my locks of the week. I went two and zero my my coach's clipboard locks for the NFL last week. And but the Dolphins winning is just amazing. Uh, it, he should get coach of the year. Uh, I mean that team is actively trying to tank, and he has them winning three games. Yet the Giants trying to win have two. Ugh, boy. All right, so there you have it. We got our college football picks in for you. We'll be back later in the week with NFL picks with myself and Nikki Guns. Don't forget to visit the website, www.gamblingchalktalkpodcast.com. All our NFL picks, college football picks, college basketball, NBA, baseball when it starts up again is there. Absolutely free. Click on the Amazon banner ad. It looks like my book Squeeze Play. Buy yourself something nice. A little bit comes back to help support the cost of the show. And I uh, hope everybody has a great midweek. It's snowing in Connecticut. We've probably got about three inches right now. There's no school. I still got up at 4.30 in the morning to record the podcast with Darth Wager, get this sucker out for the people. And uh, hope everybody has a
1: good listen at work for the college football
0: podcast.